Have you heard about Bulletproof? I've heard about them for years. I love coffee and highly recommend Bulletproof for your coffee needs. Bulletproof offers ground, whole bean, and even pods for their coffee. Bulletproof is so much more than just a coffee place. It is a way of life. Bulletproof is functional nutrition here to prove that better is closer than you think. They reimagine nutrition with science-backed and thoroughly sourced ingredients to create quality additions to your daily wellness routine. Whether you're supplementing your vitamin intake or refueling your workout, Bulletproof can help you discover what better feels like. Help support the Block Party and find out what Bulletproof is all about with the affiliate link below. I'm Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta go eat my Bulletproof coffee. This is the Block Party of Minecraft Podcast, Episode 75. We're your host, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Today, we have a multiplayer show for y'all. We are recording this live with listener participation via Discord chat. That's right. Today's show includes public servers in Minecraft, the past week in Minecraft, and your listener questions. Loading server resources. Check out theblockpartymc.com to enjoy our content, including our amazing YouTube channel, our Bedrock add-on packs, past episodes, and so much more. My brain is loading resources. I know, we gotta get our brains going here, but I, I've seen that so many times. Okay, you're over here. You must have had, like, how many cups of coffee have you had this morning? You are energized. Oh, uh, dude, so we have, I'm sure you've already heard the advertisement and stuff before our show for Bulletproof Coffee. Well, I actually got an order in today, and that's what I'm using. He's drank, like, 12 cups of it. No, only, crazy. like too but it's really tasty really re good so. I actually i you don't usually like just black coffee that much like i'll drink it but it's usually but this is actually pretty good oh it's really smooth really nice i've got the darker roast uh, uh french something i forget exactly what it's called but it's really good i i'm really enjoying it kind of got that chocolatey aroma to it a little bit but anyways, that's enough about the sponsors. That's not what this show's about. This show is about public servers in Minecraft today. Yeah. And we did ask our listeners some questions to get their resources loading. I see what you did there. We asked you guys, have you ever played on a public server, PvP, factions, anarchy, survival, etc.? Do you prefer minigame servers or public servers over the base survival game? What do you think about servers like 2B2T and other servers that have no rules and even allow things such as hack clients? What type of public server is your favorite? Do you prefer servers that are public and allow anyone to join over whitelisted private servers? And of course, you can comment anything about public servers on there. And we did get a few of those comments too. Got quite a bit of feedback this week. I I'm really excited that you, the listeners, finally stepped up your game. Yeah. First place answering goes to... Dragon Shoes, Yay. 17. Before I found Jericho, I spent a lot of time on Lifeboat Survival Multiplayer. You could claim plots, and no one was able to break or place blocks once you claimed it. And you were invulnerable to damage from other players while on your own plot. No real economy to speak of, and there was zero trust or relationship building. It was fun for a while, but you were really limited in your options. Plus, anything that wasn't a claim plot got reset daily to prevent a 2B2T landscape. 
But that meant no big builds or people would grief it. It became totally lifeless when they made it so you had to pay real money to claim a plot. People quit playing and that killed the fun. Then I hopped around from server to server for a while until I found my home in Jericho. My level of interest in Minecraft tends to wax and wane, but the community here is what keeps me coming back. The community is pretty awesome on Jericho. Dude, I absolutely love the Jericho family. It's absolutely amazing. These people have been amazing. Dragon Shoes has been here since fairly early on, season two, I believe. Great addition to Jericho family, for sure. And we love having her. Now, I have played around on Lifeboat's uh, server a few times. I couldn't figure anything out. Any public servers like that are always weird. Like, they're always, there's no community. Like you said, they're Dragon Shoes. There's, like, no community. There's no relationship building with the other players. And you can't really do big builds. You're limited to this area. And it makes it, there's no economy or anything. And I feel like the servers that do have this, like, very open and, like, claiming plots, if they have the economy and have, like, custom trading and, like, custom UI set up for that kind of stuff, it can be cooler, which I'll talk about later on in my thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I, anytime I've played on it, it just, I, I lost interest real quick and seemed like a bunch of kids playing, too, which didn't help, I guess. Our next comment here comes from Crypt. I do because of Jericho. Not really sure what you mean by that, because Jericho is not a public server. It is a whitelisted slash private server. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's the only server he must play on or something. I, I don't know what he means by that, but we need a lot more comment than that. How are we supposed to fill a show with those kind of sentences? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I mean, Jericho is it's public, but it's limited. Yeah, I don't know everybody coming in. We do have an application process, of course, and things like that. But when we first started on season one, essentially, we got some random people. It was more we of just know. our friends. But like they PlayStation became Network. PlayStation friends, right? Exactly. So we kind of got to know them. We were talking usually on voice chat type situations. Season two is at the beginning, we were just randomly letting people in, didn't really have an application process or anything like that. We learned real quick how important that really is to make it a little bit more private, for sure. And that way you can build that community. You can build those relationships and things like that. And I feel like on Jericho, we do that very well. Like, it feels like a family. It's not a Minecraft server. It's a family. It's the Jericho family. That's for sure. All right. Our next comment came from Holy Bookworm. Jericho is the only server I have ever played on and probably ever will. It is not just the game, but the community that has been built that I enjoy. I did play many games when those were a thing. I really like the Snowballs one. Oh my gosh, the nostalgic there. So if you don't know what you're talking about, you're obviously not a legacy edition on a console player because the mini games were these like hosted by Minecraft or 4J Studios on console edition. And there was these mini games that was like... Uh, what was it? Battle, I think, was what it was called. And it yeah, was like you had Hunger Battle, Games. and you had Glide. Is that what it was Glide, called? That was like Elytra Racing. That was super fun. And then there was, I forget what the other one was called, but it was Spleef pretty much, but with snowballs where you could throw them. Right. And that was a lot of fun. And I remember Holy Bookworm always kicking my butt in that, and it was not fun. Yeah, and those essentially are a public server, a PvP type yeah. server set up. And I really enjoyed those myself. They were set up very well. Well, they were clean, polished, basically. Yeah, I think they 
had but it helped because they had the actual game to back it they had custom voting menus for maps and stuff and it was all in the game itself so that helped a lot we should definitely i think we should recreate the lobby for the mini games on legacy edition we should recreate those on jericho the whole lobby just rebuild it all that would be fun that sounds like a project for you our next comment here comes from us roadhog technically jericho is not a public server because it is whitelisted nevertheless i love the community of jericho smp and i love playing it i still do play on public servers such as the hive a bedrock featured server that is mostly pvp hypixel the biggest java pvp server and I am dabbling on PvP Legacy, the best 1.9 PvP server. If I watch one of Little C's streams, I'm inspired to play Jericho. And if I watch a Technoblade video, I'm inspired to play on Hypixel. Right. And that's something I always find interesting is we have the, the featured servers on Bedrock Edition now. Right. And there's only a select few, right? Yeah. Like six or seven now, I think. But Java has tons and tons out there. But none of them are featured built into the game. Right, none of them are featured, but there are a lot that go back to older versions of the game, yeah. especially. That's like, like Hypixel said, is based on 1.8.9 PvP. Right, and most of that, is that mostly all because of the combat update? Yeah, it's all because of the combat update. So you guys just really don't like change over there on Java Edition, huh? It's just the mini games would be very hard to do on modern combat. I see. Yeah, and that kind of makes sense. And now, are those servers, are they a lot like the Legacy Edition minigames type setup? So, kind of, but it's on a much grander scale. But if you go back to some of the OG like 2012 games on the server that are still there with like a very small player base, like I think it's Blitz, which is just survival games. And it's a lot like that, only there's like a lot more and it's more in-depth. But I know like Bed Wars, Sky Wars, and then Skyblock are like the big things on Hypixel. I see. Yeah, I've only played around with the featured servers on Bedrock Edition a few times. Of course, I I personally don't really play Java at all, so I'm not even going to get into that part of the game. I'd have to figure out mouse and keyboard first. It's not that hard, BS. It is for old people like me, I guess. I don't know. I'm just an old console player. I've always been the video game console, the NES and Atari and Super Nintendo and so on. I just never got into PC gaming, I guess. And yes, I agree with you, Roadhog, that technically Jericho is not a public server, like we said. And especially now, we do have a whitelist. So if you're not on that list, exactly, which we found out too. Multiple times. Multiple times that you have to have your gamer tag exact. A bit off the rails, but so how does that work with the gamer tags that have spaces in them? Because Xbox allows that. So I did have one member so far that had a space in their name, and I thought... It was a mistake on their part. It wasn't. It is allowed now. Yeah. So I had to figure that out. It's basically basically just quotation marks around the name, and then it works fine. Huh. If I knew how to code better, it you know I didn't just make add-on packs and have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> then I might have known that already. No, nope, you're a professional. You're like the best of the best making donuts. I'm really good at it. All right, next comment comes from Annie Isle. I really enjoyed playing Skyblock on Hypixel. Limiting the resources and putting a well-thought-out currency value on items added a different aspect to the game that I found fun. 
I also played around with a couple public survival servers and had similar experience to DS. No real community to speak of. I couldn't follow the chat because it was flooded with nonsense. Too many people feel chaotic. Too few people feel deserted. It's hard to find the sweet spot in the middle and sustain it. Hypixel Skyblock is really well made. I haven't really gotten into it. It's very in-depth and it's like a whole nother game. I really do like the idea of currency. Yeah. In that, and I've been thinking a lot about currency, even in Jericho, we've always just used diamonds and stuff. But I think if there was a way to even trade that in for maybe an on-screen scoreboard or something and have some kind of automatic transaction or something, but that does take away from that vanilla gameplay. Yeah. And that's it's my hesitation. Too far from vanilla for me. Now, I did think about just creating an item, right? Like, BS bucks or something like that, that you just, it would be one for one, right? One diamond for one of those. And you could go back and forth either way. And then you can craft BS armor. There you go. BS armor. I, I like the way let's, you think. Let's not. A little like dollar bills all over the place let, on the armor. No, no, it's just a white shirt with coffee stains. And that's probably more accurate there, little C. All right, that sums up all our comments from our listeners there. We really appreciate all the comments coming in. Again, you can do that and text and even email now. I think contact at theblockpartymc.com works now. Fancy. That is fancy. So, BS, what do you think about this? Well, I haven't really played much on public servers. I love survival first and foremost. When I've tried some with uh, survival mode, like some of those public servers, I just get so confused. I just don't know what's going on. He got confused. Now, like the listeners did bring up on Legacy Edition, I did enjoy some of the mini games, but even that after a while got boring to me. Like I don't really enjoy the battle part of it. And the snowball one was okay. I just assume play on Jericho at this point. That's really where I'm at all the time. I only can compare that with some realms, you know, Jericho to being on a server compared to a realm. The realms I have checked out just a bit always tend to have many issues such as not having the proper moderation or a lack of community. And they just seem to have issues with the lag and shutting down even. I just saw yesterday on Facebook, a bunch of people complaining they couldn't get into the realm yesterday. It shut down for a while or something. I really don't understand why people pay for a realm over a server. It's a lot easier. That's the only reason I'd pay for it is like if you're playing with a bunch of like IRL friends who aren't super tech savvy and they're playing on like a Nintendo Switch or even like PlayStation. It's just so much easier. Yeah, I mean, you just get your code and then, yeah, you don't need an extra phone app, I guess, to connect to the server when you're on console. I but think it's better other for than small that. scale survival worlds with like your IRL friends. Yeah, possibly. And I do like the aspect of uploading it from PlayStation and putting it on your PC or on your other devices, basically, you know, so that makes it a little easier for that kind of stuff. That's the only way I know of to convert a, a world file to a PlayStation file that works, by the way. Yeah, I've tried other ways and they never work. Yeah. And just having a server, you just have so much more control over the realm and things. And like we have our achievements on still and we still have our snooze pack installed amongst our other add-ons, of course. Magic. 
Now, this season, season four of Jericho, is the first season we've implemented that whitelisted. Yeah, that was something new for us. Yeah, I've hesitated to do that in the past, and for the reasons that we've already run into, like we mentioned the names and things like that, most people actually don't know exactly what their gamer tag is with capitalization, spaces, punctuation, all that type of stuff. We have been able to work through it all. I don't think anybody's had that problem. I think we've figured it out for everybody so far. I yeah. haven't heard anybody complaining that they haven't been in yet. There's only a few that haven't joined at all yet that have been accepted. Now, I can't imagine trying to play on a survival server like Jericho without least having the owner with some oversight and moderation and limiting the players coming in just having a complete open survival world that's super dangerous i just don't it how can that be fun you know you're gonna get griefers you know there's no accountability nobody knows who you are things like that that to me i see it all the time people will put their realm code out or their server ip address and just want people just to join and they're like yeah, just no griefing, no stealing, and that's it. There's no communication, nothing. How are you ever going to know who's in there? Who knows? I have, knows. I have, <laughs> I have been guilty of trolling a few of those type of servers. I don't, yes. I don't do anything major, but usually I'll leave a sign or something like BS was here or something <laughs> to that effect and just jump in and do that. I'm not going to grieve or ruin somebody's world or anything. Usually I just hide their sheep. I go to their sheep farm and just hide them in a hole. Like yeah, right there, next to there's it. something. I mean, you can do fun stuff like that or rename them so they're upside down, things like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, that That's pretty much my thoughts. I don't have a lot of experience with public servers in general. That's why we ask you, the listeners, to chime in too. But Little C, what do you think about all this? I used to play a ton of public servers, and I still do ever so often. Things like Hypixel and stuff, I still play with some friends. I don't play it as much as I've kind of just burnt myself out of Minecraft PvP at this point. But I still play every so often if like friends went to or whatever on Hypixel Bedwars or something. And I've tried a lot of public survival servers. Most of them, it's not fun. But I was on this thing that was like an Earth SMP kind of thing. And it was like, and it was a map of the world, like without any buildings or anything. And then you could claim plots and make nations. And like, there was a lot of, it was very modded. You had cars and planes and stuff like that. But it was a lot of fun. It had its own currency system and like shop system. And it was really cool. For that, for a public server, if I'm going to play it, it's going to be something like that because you do need the large amount of players to make it reasonable to have like wars and stuff against other nations. Yeah, I really like the idea of claiming plots. Uh, that is Not something. Not for Jericho because it's a whitelisted server. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, for, like, it's based on trust. Servers, but cool. I do like that idea. I, I think that a, is a good idea. Or if you have a small spot or something you definitely don't want messed up, things like that would be nice. All I you guess. have to do is just put some signs around it on yeah. Jericho. Yeah, exactly. Because we do trust our players. And if you we find out that you're not trustworthy, you're gone and you just don't come back. Yeah. It's pretty that simple. So, yeah, I think that was a great topic. We got quite a bit of feedback. Really appreciate all that. Anything else you want to say, Little Z? I just think Jericho, I prefer it a lot more because it is a, it feels like a family. Like you're not like it feels like you're in a family of Minecrafters instead of it being, oh, look, there's some random people that are new to the server. That's nice. 
Juan Jericho, it's like, yay, a new person, welcome, have a cookie. Yeah, exactly. And we're super friendly all the time, which is awesome too. And it it's so funny, our welcome backs, right? Anytime you join, even if you're, let's say you're having connection issues or and something. you just leave and join right back. Everybody will still say welcome back or WB. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's so fun. I love it. And you do. You feel like you're a part of something. Even if you never see another player in the game, you still feel a sense of that community. The the welcome backs make me feel, it makes me feel like at the end of a baseball game when both teams, when you're running across and giving each other high fives, good game, good game, good game, good game. It's just like, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what that is. All right. Thank you, listeners, for all the comments. Really appreciate what you guys put into this show. Uh, I'm really excited to have all these listeners that want to participate. So thank you again. However, we do need you to participate for next week's topic, which is nether travel in Minecraft. That is a hot topic. All right. I'm just going to leave it at that. I was trying to think of a different way to phrase it, but we're family friendly here and we're just going to keep it at that. Nether travel in Minecraft. Join our Discord call or text us at 1-260-222-7240 on your thoughts with Nether Travel in Minecraft. Again, that number is 1-260-222-7240. We need to hear from you with your listener questions and your thoughts on Nether Travel in Minecraft. Leave us a voicemail or text us with all of your questions and comments. Absolutely. And again, if you prefer email, you can email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com. I love how unsure you are of it because it's not in the show notes and you just have to think off your head. I think that's it. I hope that's what I set it up as. I Uh, I, uh, I think that's what it is. Anyways, now it's time for the past week in Minecraft. All info from minecraft.net. All right, I'm excited. We got some um, Java edition stuff going on here this week. It's been a while for that. Yeah, wait, no. Yeah, because they haven't got a snapshot in a while. Yeah, it's been, I think, before Christmas, maybe? Something like that. But anyways, it is Minecraft Java Snapshot 23W03A. Came out Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. Experimental changes. Mob heads can now be placed on top of note blocks without sneaking. Ooh, that's interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Like, you're supposed... like Yeah, you would think that it would interact, right? But I feel like that could get annoying if you're just trying to interact with it while you're holding the mob head. Like, you keep breaking it to make different sounds. Right, yeah. That's interesting. Well, it's kind of like when you mount a horse or a donkey or something. Yeah. If you have, let's say, like a lead in your hand, it automatically connects. But if not, then you mount the donkey. I think that's what it's kind of doing. Yeah, exactly. It's smarter than us some days. They have some changes in this snapshot. Vexes now use a separate charging animation when empty-handed. Armor stands now preserve custom names when placed and broken. Added an accessibility onboarding screen for players launching the game for the first time. Auto jump is now off by default. Hallelujah. Praise Mojang. Thank you, Mojang. This has been needed for years. Yeah, supposedly this has been around for a long, long time. So whenever you change versions, like if you go from playing PvP to the modern survival version, it'll just turn auto jump on because it resets the settings. And that is so annoying. I was surprised that Java Edition had that. It kind of makes sense for, let's say, if you're playing on a mobile device or something. It's for 
accessibility purposes. Yeah, but now it's off by default. I think the Java community is thrilled with that change. Oh, I checked Twitter this morning. Everyone's like, woo! They also added arrow key navigation. Menu screens can now be navigated by using the arrow keys. When navigating with arrow keys, sliders need to be activated by pressing enter or space to start changing the value. That makes a lot of sense to me. Just be able to use the arrow keys for your menu. Seems like something that would have been around a long time ago. What if one just uses a mouse? Yeah, I guess. But yeah, because you're using the mouse to play anyway. So why wouldn't you just... Yeah, I I can see both ways. Some days I use the arrow keys on Bedrock, though. Hmm. I wonder if they're getting close to doing more controller support for Java. I don't think they will, but they it's, it's very easy to implement it. Yeah, I think that would be nice. I might play around with Java if they had controller support. I'm not going to guarantee anything, though. I'm pretty happy with Bedrock. I think it's pretty amazing and I'm optimized pretty like well. I'm like it more. They also added a new notification display time accessibility option. The data pack version is now 11. The clone command now supports cloning to and from different dimensions. New syntax. That's all technical stuff. Not going to worry about that. New command to allow entities to start or stop writing other entities. Added new game rule command modification block limit. Controlling the maximum number of blocks changed in one execution of clone, fill, and fill biome. There were some fixes here. Usually Java makes it, so these are going to be the problem that they fixed. Damage wobble no longer shows direction of incoming damage. Did you even know that was a thing? I did not. It's been broken for years and years, but it was a big deal when they fixed it. Because like, if you get hit from the left, your screen will move to the right, I think, or it'll move to the left or something like that. But it looks really cool. So then you can tell where you're getting damaged from. It's directional, which is, that's a cool feature. But yeah, I guess it was supposed to be fixed this whole time. And it's very obvious on Java. I'm not sure if that's a bedrock thing or not. I don't recall having that, so I'm not sure either. Multiple buttons can be selected by pressing another button and tab. So they fix that. Do that. The spectate. Command does not work between dimensions. Minecart with hopper, not picking, matching items from a mixed pile. Burning mobs won't get extinguished by rain in warm patches of frozen ocean biome. That's kind of funny. The mobs would just keep going and going even in the rain. They'd stay on fire. Must be really good fire. I guess so. I wonder if it was causing damage or not. Probably. Hmm. Anyways, it's fixed. Entering an end portal while sleeping causes the bed to be occupied permanently. How do you enter an end portal while sleeping? That's kind of what I wanted to know. Wait, no, it's because you can move players if you push into them on Java. So maybe if you're on the bed and you uh, get pushed well, off. Well, what about, what about if you have the bed under the end portal and then you click it? Oh, yeah. Maybe something like that. Who knows? I, I'm not sure. Anyways, they've got that fixed. So you're not. stuck in bed permanently villager ai broken when workstation is nearby and of course there were many more technical changes and fixes that will be in our description below somewhere depending how you're listening i'm sure it's there somewhere as long as bs remembered to do it note to bs hey editor bs how you doing (laughs) how's the editing going seems to be going good 
Okay, keep up the good work. Now make sure you put the thing in the description. Actually, I think I already got it done as a draft, so I'm on it this week. All right, we also got Minecraft Bedrock Beta in Preview 1.19.60.27. Came out Thursday, January 19th, 2023. And just a note here, I do recall on the actual change log that it wasn't available in the Android beta right away. So I don't know if it's out when you're listening or not, but if not, that's why. There were some fixes on this beta in preview. Fixed a bug where enemies from Spell Rune by game mode one didn't perform any melee attacks. I have no idea what that means. Little C, any thoughts on that one? I'm confused. That's okay. You're supposed to be the smart one. Yeah, I'm not paying that close of attention now. Come on. I need more of that bulletproof coffee, apparently. Apparently. The fix above also fixed a bug, which was present in older worlds, caused Ravengers not to attack. Fixed a bug that could sometimes cause players to fall through the world after using end gateways. Yeah, I'm glad this is fixed. Because that would be that bad. Would... I've seen that happen many times, and that almost happened to me in my survival world. Uh, ooh, that'd be really bad. It happened. I fell. Like, the second I threw the thing, the enderpearl th- through the portal. Yeah. And then I just started falling into the void. Luckily, I had an elytra on because this wasn't my first time going end raiding, and I had rockets, so I just flew up. But I took damage in the void. I would panic, and I'd be, like, hitting the crouch button or something on the controller and mess it all up, and I'd end up dying anyways. For your third Jericho death. Yeah, I'm still only at two, by the way. <laughs> For now. Entities no longer disappear when sent through end gateways. Fixed a crash that could occur when sending entities through end gateways. Seems like there was a lot of problems with these end gateways. Now, an- it's time for end gateways and their problems. Yeah, pretty much. Fixed an issue that occurred when trying to place items into a container output slot. Now, they're sneaky in the way they worded this. I know exactly what they're talking about. Is it the furnace XP this glitch? This is the furnace XP glitch. This is they're the big really thing. They're really sneaky, aren't they? Yeah, the way they worded that, but that's what they fixed, and I have confirmed it. It is fixed in the preview. Rest in peace. Yep, so if you've been using that, no longer, which... It's fine, guys. Just wait another three months. It'll be back. I'm sure there's probably another one somebody will find, but fixed a bug that prevented capes from appearing correctly on classic skins. I was having this issue because I was trying to get a custom capes pack, and you use it by going into the backend game files with, like, an app, and then you have to change the persona file. And it would show up the skins, but none of the capes were there, even though with the skin pack, there should be capes. And it was so annoying. Mm, that is annoying. Fix the bug where players sometimes can only see a black screen after switching back to the game from running other applications on iOS. I think that sums it up. I don't think there's more than those changes, by the way. Wow. So it's getting really short. And remember, this is just preview and beta so it's not in the stable official game yet so, so this... abuse the furnace xp glitch why you can't get level yeah. a thousand I'm go go going go. to predict that tuesday is going to be the next release of 1.19.60 welcome to an episode of bs predicts yeah now i don't have any inside information but just looking how short this change log was and the things they fixed, it seems like it's one of the more final preview versions. But we'll see. 
maybe it'll be in two weeks. Usually stable releases do come out on Tuesdays, by the way. Interesting. Now it's time for what we have been up to in the past week. Yay, I like this part. We get to talk about ourselves. So for me, I'm just... Hold on. (laughs) Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Okay, I think I'm good now. I'm good. I'm ready. Here we go. Let's try this again. What have you been up to, little C? Is that better? Yeah, the past week I have played a lot of Jericho. I made a pathway from my base back to spawn and got myself a pretty fast horse. Now that pathway, you're like, oh, okay, you made a pathway. That's not impressive. This is like a thousand block long pathway and it's not completely done, but there's a few bridges I had to build and like, it's a long pathway, but my horse is decently fast and I want to get a faster one. I'll probably do the swiftness breeding thing. Maybe I'll just do that with donkeys and get like an extremely fat, like funnily fast, hilariously fast donkey. Well, if you remember change logs from past episodes, I do believe they fixed that. I don't think they fixed it. You I don't think, think so? I think it still works. I know people still do I it. I mean, somehow. I know you can make a faster horse, but yeah. not those like crazy fast horses. No, but you can still swift breed them. It just won't be super fast, I don't think. I'm not sure though. Maybe they have fixed it. We'll find out. All right, little C. You'll but, have to report back next week on yeah, that. Yeah. This has helped a lot with spawn projects having this because I started working on the welcome center now, and I also am myth land out an area for apartment buildings that i'm gonna build later on so that let's say someone new joins and they don't really feel like building their own base or you just want a place to store stuff at shopping district and not like thousands of blocks away that's the main reason i'm doing it it's because i'm lazy and don't like going back and forth to grab i already a found shovel. some of your random chests around with a sign this is little z stuff that i'm too lazy to put away well, that's just for now. That'll get cleaned up once I'm done. That's just a story for the welcome center. Which that's I what was... he said every season. No, I'll just burn it. That's what <laughs> my plan. If I have, oh, okay. I'm just gonna light it all on fire so it all burns. Well, that takes care of it, I suppose. And take all the good stuff. Yeah. So I was using a design I found online, but now I'm just freehanding it, and it's actually turning out really cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to see that. Is it today we're actually doing the nether lighting ceremony or whatever you want to call it? Nether portal lighting ceremony? Is that it? The depths into the the journey to the underworld. The highway to the nether. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like that. There you go. The highway to the nether. All right. So Monday, little C and I, we went trucking, didn't we? Yeah. You did the driving. I did the music. I did the DJing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We recorded the after hours show that evening after we were trucking. So if you want to hear all about the crazy day we had with the load and the problems, you you can get the show, but you have to become a subscriber. Do it. Do it but now. It, it's only it's $1.99 a month. I mean, come on, two bucks a month. Go do that now. Become a subscriber. Then you get to hear it. It was a great show, I think. You get to hear about us being as goofy as we can be. Yeah, we also talked about a little bit about our new role in our church's sound booth. They give us lots of buttons. They did. So we talked about that. Also, if you become a subscriber, you get all the past episodes we've ever done. All of them, including the the really bad audio. All that stuff is all there. It's just really a no-brainer. Subscribe today. Do it right now. Go subscribe. Go. What are you doing? We're waiting. Here we go. Do, 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 do. Okay, here we go.
the rest of the week for me was fairly typical. I did play Minecraft in Jericho SMP. Ooh, exciting. I've started refreshing myself on current iron farm mechanics with villagers. I had to kind of take villagers 101 again. I even took a creative copy of Jericho season three and was testing some things out on there on the creative copy. I think our iron farm, once we get it done, will be super nice on this season. Are we going to stack them or just go with one design? Nah, just go with the one. I I don't want to... Because you don't understand the mechanics and I don't want it messing up and things like that. Because those are, you have to have them very precise. I just want to be able to have my workstations for decoration at my base. Right. I did start digging out a 19 by 19 hole and started getting several layers down for that. That's where my iron farm is going. That should leave then a three by three death chamber for the golems to fall into. And then, of course, the eight blocks of flowing water outside of that. I will be placing the center of the village directly above the center of that three by three hole. Now, don't mistake the iron golem I have. Whack-a-mob. That's the iron golem's name. Walking around our base area. Don't mistake him for one that goes in the farm. Right. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah, and now my iron farm last season, it never failed. It always worked for me. The sorting system attached to it sometimes failed a little bit where I had to reprogram it, but the iron farm itself never broke. Wait, you told me this was a poppy farm. What are you doing to those iron golems? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a string farm, really. That's what I like to do. That's so sad. Yeah, you do get string. I'm not going to get into the details on that, but... It's like, where do hot dogs come from? You know, you don't want the details. No, can we just keep talking? I, I'm just keep talking. Yeah, we have started breeding up the villagers for this iron farm, of course. So we're going to get 20 is what we need. We have them farming their own carrots right now and feeding each other. That way it kind of is somewhat automatic for them to breed up a bit. And so that shouldn't take too long. That's pretty much what I've been up to. We did work on our... TBP logo, so look for that soon. Should have some new stuff. I think the website already has it. Hopefully new merch soon. New merch coming soon. There is a Jericho sticker. If you're a member on Jericho, or if you just really like Jericho, I don't know, then you can buy the Jericho Yeah, if you're a fan of that and a fan of us, the Jericho Force sticker came out amazing. Really great stickers. We do have an old TBP sticker, same product just different print no i have the old tbp sticker on the back of my laptop it's the original logo but the the one that currently you can purchase and this one has the jericho and hopefully we'll have our new logo on the stickers and stuff anyways we have one of the stickers on our car it's been there for probably about a year now maybe a little less it's holding up better than any other sticker i've ever put on a vehicle so just keep that in mind it's a really good sticker yeah, it's. I love the look of it. Absolutely. So go get your sticker from our merch store. And yes, look for our logo. So that's some of the stuff I've been working on. Now it's time for do 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 listener questions. Our first question here comes from Holy Bookworm. What character in Minecraft can you imitate the best? Probably. Let's see. Probably a villager. Hmm. 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 No, you sound mm. like the Wandering Trader. Like, I'm pretty sure you were the voice actor for the Wandering Trader. After oh, that might that. be it. Maybe it's the Wandering Trader. Okay, I can change that. 
I think, Holy Bookworm, you should have called in on this one and left us a voicemail with your Minecraft witch impression. Holy Bookworm does a great witch impression. It's terrifying. So I would say probably a zombie because that is pretty much what I look like in the morning before I come out and eat my coffee. Right, yeah. This morning you were really kind of grumpy and you were groggy. And you talked to me three minutes after I woke up. I didn't even realize you were up. I came out of the studio and I went over to your office and you already had breakfast, so I assumed you were up long enough to talk, but apparently not. No, I was in zombie mode. Yes, you definitely were zombie mode there. Thank you for that question. Next question came from Kangamar. What are you embarrassed that it took you so long to learn in Minecraft? I've been playing the game for over a year, and I only just realized that a hoe will cut leaves much faster than an axe. I just thought they were for preparing ground for planting and for harvesting. So... There are a ton of things I am learning. Trying to get better at in Minecraft, one of the big things I want to do this season is learn more about potions. I am trying to enjoy the game in smaller ways this season, as there are a lot of fun things you can do, but I neglect a lot because I've just always played the same. Although I still don't know a lot about potions, I'm definitely learning. And there's a lot of smaller features. I'm trying to become a more well-rounded Minecraft player and know a lot of the smaller features and just know a lot of different stuff about the game and enjoy the smaller things more and that hoe cutting leaves i don't know how you guys didn't know that i've been using that since that was changed a few years ago i've been using that all the time with an efficiency five and breaking three hoe and it's so nice when you're chopping trees to switch back and forth so you can just like especially with the big giant oak trees it is so nice to have So when this question came in, I guess I just learned that a hoe cut leaves faster than an axe. There are all kinds of things about the game that I learn pretty much daily still. I still think update aquatic features are new to me. So that's where I'm at in my head. They are new. It's only five years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Five years ago, update aquatic. Wow. I still don't think I can name all of the nether blocks, like the basalt variants and all those things. I don't think I know them all. I do wish someone would have told me about the composters being able to be automated with hoppers way before I figured it out last year. That was a big embarrassment for me that I didn't know that. I didn't know that until you told me that, like, this season. Well, you told me last season because I had a giant cactus on me. Like, you should put that in composters. I'm like, why would I do that? I want cactus. Yeah, great question, though. I I like those questions. really makes us think. So keep the listener questions coming in. Just line them up. We'll keep answering them. Don't forget, next week's topic is nether travel in Minecraft. Join our Discord. Call or text us at 1-260-222-7240 on your thoughts on nether travel in Minecraft. Again, that number is 1-260-222-7240. We really want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail or text us with all of your comments and questions. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to become an official subscriber with the link below to get access to much more BS and some more little C on the TBP after our show and, of course, all of our past episodes. 
But before we go, it is time for Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What kind of animal is related to a computer? A ram. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Holy Bookworm, for not repeating the joke again. Joke again. That would have been actually comical because the repetitiveness if she just did the same joke as last week. Now, I have made that mistake on the show notes before, but I think last week was the first time she repeated a joke. She's really good at these jokes, though, and coming up with it, so we really appreciate her doing that. Stop encouraging her. (laughs) Her mom jokes are worse than your dad jokes. Yeah, there's something to that. All right, be sure to tell everybody on the public servers that you run into to check out our Bedrock add-on packs, Jerko SMP, and for our YouTube channel, past episodes, and more at theblockpartymc.com. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Be sure to send us your questions on our Discord website or text us at 1-260-222-7240. I am Bearded Sloth. BS out. And I'm Little C, and goodbye, everybody.